What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Swole Cast here on RotorGrinders.com. We're at, we're back after a week off, and uh, felt like last week there were far more important issues to be discussed. So uh, we let them be discussed, and and now we're back, and uh, we have stuff to talk about. Peter, I like that denim shirt you've got going on right now. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know um, if I've told you guys this, but I'm actually kind of trying to transition into being a stock photo DFS site model. Yeah. Um, and I've been wow! Swearing- <laughs> I-, I hear the market's booming. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, all the quarantine, I've just been wearing sweatpants and t-shirts and stuff. And it's finally time to kind of dress for the job I want, which is to be the poster boy uh, for these new DFS sites. <laughs> Did I render you speechless, Dave? Apparently, I don't know. Like, how, how really, I really conceptually like. I really conceptually like that shirt, Peter. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't. I actually like the phase you went of wearing unbranded snapbacks. Maybe a little bit better though. See, but I'm doing the newscaster thing where I have just shorts on underneath, but I look, you know, really professional up here. It's it's all a you lie. love to see it. <laughs> I will say, the, I will say, the crazy hairdo always makes me now think of the Oscar the Grouch uh, from the TikTok. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I are in um, a wife. daily battle now uh, about whether I'm going to let her cut my hair or not, but I'm still holding strong. Why yeah. won't you let her cut her? That's cut what's your going hair? on in my house too. She's claiming she's an expert because she watched some YouTube videos, and I don't think she's actually going to be good at it. Listen and. I, and- I say this with, with all due respect. Because I'm sure. I'm, I'm I'm in the same I'm in the same boat. It's like yeah, a lot of lot of hair to be cut on kitchen yeah, set these days. Was I mean? <laughs> listen, it's it's not like she's making a hamburger. It's not it's not like she's like making a steak. This is like ground beef. She's got to work with. So what's the worst she can do? I guess that's you. There that's was it. actually a good joke in there, and you just botched yeah. it, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> he was going with like the hamburger for a while there. For McDonald's. No. no, yeah, embarrassing, bro. All right, Davis, how are you doing? Doing great, man. Loving it. Take, take, loving, take out the ponytail and do us a shake. Did Davis. you say your girlfriend's wanting to cut your hair? No, I was I was making a joke on how everyone all all of these uh men on Twitter are are now to the stage of like either they've let their significant other cut their hair, they bit the bullet and went and paid for a haircut and like wore a mask where they did it, or they're complaining about how long their hair is. And uh you know, I just I laugh at all of you. Oh, so you and your girlfriend haven't had that conversation. I just I cut I get my hair cut like once every two years. I get a little trim. That's all I need. Is she- do you guys share shampoo and conditioner? Uh, no, I have my own stuff that I like. <laughs> what oh. is it? I want to. I want to know free plugs. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to discuss this with you, David. <laughs> Why? Why can't you discuss it? Um. Well, I mean, I can. I just don't want to. I. I like to use. Um. I like to use the frizz control because my hair is super super thick so anything that volume boost is going to make my hair like it, it gets too thick to even put up in a ponytail basically all right, all right. davis's Didn't hair is it has a samson effect if we were to cut yeah, it his takes would get a lot colder they'd get know? terrible <laughs> kitchen you you remember i actually at, at one point in which we've known each other when i graduated college i did i got uh, my hair cut really short i've got the uh i've got the pictures oh, oh yeah hey, that guys. was uh 
That was shortly <laughs> after when uh, when I came to come uh, stay with you and uh, torture your dog. Well, hey guys. Uh, all right. Speaking of Man- Manu Ginobili and this haircut, Tuttle, how easy is it for you to cut your hair these days? You know, it's easy. I just the wife has to give it like uh, the back. Yeah, trim. yeah, just the kind of the edges in the ear. I'll, yeah. I'll, you know, I do my part for takes about five minutes. She gets in there, done in a couple minutes, good to oh. go, done. All right, uh, Tuttle, let's just let's just start off with uh, your your stock takes real quick. And I don't do you have? Mean- do you have like any really good stock market? No, no, I mean, just tout, tout the trade, dude. Just tout, tout your, your absolute dunk smash to the people. My stock takes are just follow people that are smarter than you. <laughs> and hopefully mm. you hit. That's yeah. all I've, that's all I've been that's doing. A, I, I got pretty lucky. Davis Matic theory. Yeah. I got pretty lucky on a uh, digital ally. They're the body cam. They produce body mm. cams. Um, <laughs> So body a, cam uh, stock going way up these days. Oh, Who dude, got in at two forty five, sold it off a little <laughs> over five bucks. Yeah, I, um, I mean, as- actually, I had a big trade that I exited out of the market. I got rid of all my Confederate flags. Um, I saw that <laughs> stock going way down, so feeling good about that. I will say, I actually do feel kind of uh, sleazy making money off of. Off know, of the militarization of uh, right. of the American police against the against the citizenry. Yeah, I mean, is I it the little, militarization or is it the uh, like you want police officers to have body cams, right? Like that's not them. military. I mean, it, it, that's definitely a good change, but it still feels yeah. like you're taking advantage of the situation. No, a little bit. I mean, you're depth. I think anyone playing the stock I mean, market at, these at, days at are a certain taking point, advantage. Yeah, at a certain point, everyone everyone invested in the stock market is you know trying to make money off of the misfortune of others. It's just a matter of what That's degree fair. that misfortune is. Yeah. It's like saying, I, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for taking this guy's $5. I, I feel, I feel bad for head. America, but this is a uh, tremendous content. The thing is about is people for wanting to know how this sausage gets made. None of us ever want to talk about stocks, except every single week. Davis is like, let's talk about stocks. And this week he Trojan horsed it via Tuttle. He's like, if I say Tuttle wants to talk about his trade, then Davis has his segue in. I mean, I just, I'm not even good at the stock right. market. I just find it so fascinating. Here's very behind, similar to fantasy football. Here's behind the sausage being made. The sausage <laughs> then being made is Tuttle just nailed this stock tip like and and basically you know he's giving some some screenshots in the private chat that we have and so after two or three days of this where it just just skyrockets Davis the next three days in a row every day goes what uh, what stocks we hitting today up uh, Tuttle <laughs> like he just wants to ride the train so I didn't hard. I didn't well, tell, Cannon, I didn't tell on anything though yeah, yeah Kyle, I, Kyle has a guy too is I didn't it, have it, any takes to, to give Davis, so we didn't really get to ride anything. Actually, I think I tried to get you on that one yesterday. It was also it's also a, a bad spot though because we're finally starting to see the leaks. W- woke up this morning, thought the circuit breakers might go down. We were we were like minus we were like minus four percent when I woke up, and I was like, well, nah, like not not a great time, I guess. Davis thing, I was is... more heavily invested in not playing Justin Rose in, in golf. Tough scene. Did you did you say the circum breakers? Circuit. Okay, good. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got other stuff to talk about. Let's start with some, some actual sports. 
busy show today, guys. Busy oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, legit or bits? Is this hold up for real? Knowing what we know from past running backs, everything that's gone on, how it's played out, is this for real? Do you believe that Dalvin Cook is holding out? Davis, I know that you want to say something first. Well, he's going to be there the first day of training camp, right? Because that's the way they the the way the new language of the CBA is that if you don't show up to training camp, you don't accrue the year of service. So he's going to show up that first day. Now I don't know if after that first day if he comes back, but yeah, he's got he's got to be there the first day, or uh, or he literally has zero leverage and the Vi- Well, I guess he has zero leverage if the Vikings truly think that he's like way better than Alexander Madison, which I don't know if they do. They, he, it just seems like an easy bluff right now that you're just, he's yeah. just like trying to get a little bit more money. He's like, maybe this light bluff will work with some media public pressure. Uh, but I think he's, these guys have seen too much with what happens to Le'Veon Bell. What happens to Melvin Gordon? Like does Dalvin cook really want to get Austin Eckler by Alexander Madison? Because it will happen. Uh, so yeah. I, yep. I don't think he has any leverage. The only guy that would have leverage is Derek Henry. Because oh, you can't. Oh yeah, yeah. It's huge leverage Derrick Henry would have. The identity of the team is built on pounding Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean he they built the team around him, and the, it's not like they can bring in another six three, two forty running back that runs I, a four I will five, give you 40. this. He does have he does have some some uh, natural regression leverage because the Titans are going to get their asses handed to them this year in a ton of games, right? They just ran so hot last year. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose a bunch of games this year. And if Henry was not on the team, he would be able to be like, look, you guys suck without me. It's just the way it goes. Kitchen, I know you don't yeah. do ranks, but you're in a yeah. best ball draft. What yeah. is the earliest you would take Derrick Henry? Uh, second round. Okay, you're not getting him in the second round, I don't think. I know. Listen, he goes at like I, I've taken him at pick eight. And and this is like why it. this is why Derrick Henry was a lot better for like for me and and DFS because I love Derrick Henry. I do. We know the guy works. I mean, we just I, I see a lot of similarities there. Uh, he and I like he just he works his tail off, good sh- in good shape, and uh, kind of the heart and soul of the team. So this as far as unbelievable. Uh, I can't believe legit. I can't believe we found a way to let uh, Kitchen ride this bit right now when we're uh, supposed to be talking uh, about Dalvin well, Cook. No, no. Peter is asking me. So, with that being said, you just have to account for the fact that he is um, a grown ass man. A lot of carries last year. <laughs> like, I don't think the Titans should offer him a huge contract, but that doesn't mean that I don't love Derrick Henry. It just means that. I think uh, at some point his body is gonna just kind of gonna have to take a break from all this. You're 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 ready. You're uh, you're pivoting to Darrington Evans as your brand. You're like getting ready for it, right? Oh, he's. Uh, I mean, he's a little fast, fast guy. He's like, uh, was it App States, right? Yeah, he'll he'll be better than Quintus Cephas, probably. I think. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I will say Darrington Evans won a few CFB slates last year. Yeah, yeah, he was he was big time. This is bowl, what we he, need he put to up ha- a massive bowl game. 
what we need to happen with Henry is he gets about five less carries a game and those five carries turn into five more AJ Brown targets. And then we can really start cooking. Titans yeah. run 48 plays a game, throw the ball 20 times, run the yeah. ball 28 times. Sounds about right. My favorite, my favorite is Davis saying there's no way he can score touchdowns when literally all they do when they're like inside the five yard line is give him the ball time after time after time well that's uh you know oh, that how did, does he that keep on happen. scoring touchdowns every week <laughs> i mean it happened to leonard fournette and, and fat lenny scored like three yeah. times conceptually yeah. regression for derrick henry <laughs> makes sense but in actuality it doesn't happen <laughs> wasn't there a picture I mean, of fournette what, going around today oh yeah, yeah the the I, deep, I the deep fake the leonard fournette deep fake was it Wait. actually was it oh hold on we got to talk about it. you know who's in shape now Chase Claypool? Are we going to talk about that video? Uh, no, it's not, it's well, not him. I mean, we can. We de- we definitely have like a um, a in shape kind of uh, workout segment where we talk about guys. But uh, quarterback for the uh, well, it's a second year quarterback. Did y'all see looking pretty thin, pretty slim? Kyle no. no. What well, quarterback <laughs> needs to lose weight? Well, who would? Uh, I mean, he. Lenny looks Come on. too skinny, man. Hang I on. think of James. I think of Jameis as being a little bit chubby. Does does the sports industry have a body shaming problem? I just saw the Bryson DeChambeau photos on Twitter. Oh, it's it's so good. Beefy Bryson is is perhaps the best golfer of all time. We're we're obsessed with how these guys look with their shirts on and off, guys. It's uh, it's Haskins. Haskins, okay. Yeah, he's okay. uh, he's looking in really good shape this year. Best shape of his life. The funny thing, I just don't get the, uh, you know, Denny Carter has the adjust the ranks bit. Like, but people are serious. They see these guys yeah. with their shirts off and they, they're literally like, okay, he's going to do better than I thought before I saw this photo. I mean, aren't these guys supposed to be in the best shape of their life? I mean, if all I did was work out all day and had a nutritionist and a trainer, uh, I would be ripped up too. I, mean, I just don't know why we fall over ourselves. You'd be even bigger than Bales, one could argue. I mean, some of the, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> um, so as far as like the, the athlete that it kind of cracks me up is, is Alvin Kamara, right? Because he has the most <laughs> insane workout videos every, every off season. It's like, is that really helping? Like when he has like the, I don't even know like what the sequence of events was. Do you, with that do you know? On the do you know who started bell. all of this? By the way, the the neurological plus uh, like caloric workouts. CSU yeah. ramp. Peyton Manning. No, Curry. This was Tom Brady. this was the, no. This is what Curry credits to him being such a phenomenal player is like his trainer uh, like trains Curry with like flashing lights and like hits his legs with, um, like in like literally like pool noodles and stuff while he is like, you know, taking three pointers and stuff. Like it's, it's a, a combination physical and neurological workout. Yeah. The, the whole, uh, shooting while getting hit with a poop pool noodle is not like, that's not like some new, new medicine. Well, also, there, he has there. like there. They have like flashing lights and stuff going. I don't know. It's like uh, if you read Beta by Beta Ball by Eric Malinowski, which is sort of the precursor to the Victory Machine. They go into it in depth in there. I think the thing is about these uh, workouts, though, is you know before social media, they were theoretically optimizing for agility. What are you know? What are these things? We are now op- 
uh, optimizing for virality. For it's like, what's the yeah. most ridiculous thing that could go viral with this workout? And I feel like we give like Alvin Kamara a pass, whereas like Jameis just gets like, he just gets roasted with every video <laughs> that, that he puts out there. I did, I did not know this. Alvin Kamara, very thoughtful guy on Twitter. I, I never, I never followed him or interacted with this stuff before. I, you know, it's just always, always pleasantly surprising when NFL players specifically are really thoughtful. You just, I just don't associate that with most of them. Yeah. Drew Brees really brought together the skill position players of the Saints. On <laughs> of the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> yeah, he really rallied. Really team unity yeah. there for them. I was so, going to go the other route and trigger Davis by saying. I was too. <laughs> are you saying a predominantly yes. a sport filled with predominantly black people has below average IQ, Davis? Uh, no, I'm saying football, football players. surprising takes from Davis. It was, was football, You just don't get that stuff from football players a lot of the time, and that's the way the league likes it. You, you like when I think of the NBA really encourages guys to just talk and say whatever they yeah. want. I mean, they have forced Hong media Kong. availability. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, Hong, Hong, LeBron Hong James Kong. with the foreign affairs. The NBA issues. loves it. The NBA loves it. <laughs> that is that is a legit that is a legit dark spot for LeBron. Right? Has anyone has anyone um like talked to him yes. about China stuff yes. during during this? Have no, I during during this. No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> have you talked to him? <laughs> oh, China stuff. Yes. People have talked to him. It's just funny that like that's the that's the example you got. Like the NBA wants people to talk about it when I mean that's a that's a good things. point of of all institutions, all institutions have a point at which they support the free voice of their people. That is that's a that's a fantastic point, David. These leagues just care about money. The money. Yeah. The the leader of Hong Kong's democracy, like the protests, like called out LeBron James today. So it's like, I don't know. Anyways. I mean, yeah, on. it is it is interesting that it's now <laughs> considered profitable to be anti-racist, right? Like this is this has got to be the first time where it's been considered to be widely profitable to take the stance against the racists, right? Like we have, uh, we have freaking fruit gushers NASCAR. putting out a social media statement about about Black fruit Lives gushers. Mattering. <laughs> literally, gushers literally actually. true. Did I did know. not make that up. I know. Uh, Pete has something he wants to do because I can I could just see it. Yeah, like, he's, he, he pulled yeah, out. He's he got pulled the out a prop here. He's got a prop. It's Scott. No, Scott in the chat says, "Whoa, Pete needs a haircut." I was just going to show my wife heard me talking about this upstairs and sent me an ear in my haircut, which I just, I'd say it looks like she's going to cut off my ear is what she's threatening. So, I mean, the, those emojis on the Android are just so offensive to me. It really hurts my eyes. (laughs) What is the emojis are my love language. What is the worst that she, (laughs) what's your sixth love language? What's the worst that she could do on your hair? Dave, you keep saying that I'm just, you know, a bunch of ground meat trying to make well, a look, hamburger here. Look, look, <laughs> look, that's not, it's not like, a, it's not like an, an artist. I mean, it's like mine. Let's see yours, Dave. Take off the hat. That's not bad. Yours is, well, when, when was the last time you got a haircut? You look like you got one two weeks ago. I got my own hair, bro. Wow. All right. I'm done talking right. about my hair. Just, okay. The haters can deal with it. When's the last time you manscaped? Uh, are we answering that question? Yeah. Should we all go around? Peter, Peter mine, was, mine was about three weeks ago. That was about two weeks ago. You get to the point where things start looking a little small, and you just got to do it. 
It's it, you get oh, bullied by wow. the juxtaposition. Yeah. <laughs> Will Davis answer this question? No. Now that I he's won't. in a committed relationship. <laughs> I'm in the middle of uh, of Dan and Peter, so um, we're on the same cycle. Yeah. Davis uh, Davis's thoughts to manscaping is similar to Dalvin Cook. He's holding out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next topic. Uh, zero RB. This is a question that you ask, uh, Davis. Is zero RB real outside of DFS Twitter? Can you explain what you mean by that? Like, basically what I mean is the people that continue to have this, like, extremely academic debate are, like, me and Peter and Pat Corain, right? And it's not it's not something that... Uh, you know, your average, your average uh, guy even cares about or even really plans on structuring his team. It's, it's more that we are committed to the idea than actually drafting teams without running backs. Cause I, I guess I will, I won't speak for Peter, but like I have now just transitioned to full on, you got to at least, if you, if you really want to actually adhere to the principles of zero RB and, and win your league, you still probably got to draft a running back in the first round. You still you still need to get McCaffrey, Kamara, Barkley, Zeke. That's called modified zero. RB. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. But let's circle back to the original question. And to me, I agree that the concept of zero RB there there can't be a strategy that gets that the actual execution of it and the discussion are that disproportionate. Right. Because it's like clickbait central. You get people riled up. They get triggered. They get heated when you talk about it. And then go look at any of these draft boards on the FFPC best ball draft. And there's maybe one team doing modified zero RB like to the full extent. Like no one's doing it. And yet all we do is talk about it. I love hey, it. Hey, I've, I've done one football guys players championship, me and Leone, and we did it. We didn't, we're not even, not even, we didn't even take a running back in the first or the second round. We took one running back with our first five picks. Now, granted, Davis. it was David Johnson, but. <laughs> I realize this is getting a bit off topic. That's not something we really do here. But when you draft with Leone, and uh, Peter, I could send this question to you too. Like when you draft with someone else, how does that work? Especially you, Davis, like <laughs> Leone, I, I, I'm trying to say this as like delicately as possible, but le, like Leone has like, like he incorporates logic into a lot of his takes as sometimes, sometimes you're more about like the brand kind of. So how does that work when you guys like draft a team together? Mostly we, I mean, I've drafted on like, 200 drafts together i mean for for like in like high stakes leone and i have been doing this for like three or four years um so we mostly just agree to a board beforehand and then based on what happens with the first two picks just sort of like a strategy like uh okay we in this we want to we want this stack or you know, if things fall, if you get a running back you like at 11 you know then you can turn your mid-tier targets to wide receivers um you know, if you if you're if you're sitting there at the end, if you're sitting there at ten, and it's you know Devonte Adams or Joe Mixon, you know, and then in the FFPC format, obviously the tight ends, you know, uh, they they score more points. So you really like to get Kittle or Kelsey there as well. Well, I so think who it's pretty democratic. Hey, to- to the co-managing thing, I think for me, it's you want to be drafting with someone that you, from a constructional standpoint, Already agree, agree with. with. 
Yeah. I'm very flexible. And then you want to be flexible on the player stuff. Like if we're just splitting hairs about which wide receiver to take, like I'm Who never going to feel that strongly, but I don't want someone that's like, dude, Mahomes in the second looks like a sick value right now. You know, then it's like, okay, we have issues. That's like, that's like drafting with uh, <laughs> That's like drafting with Drew Dinkmeyer. Like we were in the FFPC main event last year, sitting in like the 10th round. And we, we, we were forced to take Matt Ryan. And then like two rounds later, he's like, Okay, but look at the sick value on, you know, quarterback X, Y, and Z. And, like, that's the dude you don't want to draft with. Like, I'm, I'm big on, like, like, you know, doing the whole SWOT analysis and figuring out people that has your, like, your weaknesses or their strengths and vice versa. And so, like, from a DFS player, someone that is going to, like, really manage and kind of grind during the season – like as far as pickups and all that stuff goes outside. That's of what I mean. That's what I, that's the service I provide to Leone. Yeah. A lot of times is like, I'm okay. the one who's going to be doing the in season transactions. So but in, I'm the drafts, doing... in the drafts, then I'm just going to, I'm going to guess that like there has to be an alpha dog and Leone is that alpha dog in drafts. I mean, there's a person who clicks the button, but I, I mean, that's never been Who's my experience the, uh... in co-drafting a team. Like so, you're gonna Leone, come to Leone, Leone clicks the actually draft one, and he gave Davis one of those red buttons that says that was easy. And Davis gets to press that after each pick. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually tonight. I'm drafting another football guys players championship with Noah Riddell, who won it in 2016, and that would be a situation where I'm like, I as long as we structurally agree and the picks make sense to me. I, I probably won't fight that hard. Like I would be more willing to fight Leone on a pick than Noah probably. Tuttle, Leone. if you had <laughs> to ma- co-manage a high stakes team with anyone within the industry, who would be your ideal co-manager? Well, now that Kitchen, Kitchen said he's going to do a SWOT analysis on each <laughs> pick, I think, I think Kitchen's my guy. I want to see him map it out though. I want to see the, the, the four quads. No, I'm talking about like a SWOT analysis of your of the analyst or, or of the person that you're going to be uh, no, like I, combining I talents like, per, per pick. I, yeah. yeah, I thought da- I thought Dave meant for your co-owner because I think what he's basically inventing is like a Tinder or matchmaking service for co-owners where you find someone who's compatible with you, you match it up, and then you guys go off and draft together happily ever after. See, I'll yeah. just who who's this who's the best uh season long guy in the league? Uh I mean there's Siege. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a, a siege. That's CEO Siege to you, by the way. I'd say one of the best ones is someone that uh Davis really cannot stand. And I'm not gonna oh, give his oh, Twitter d- handle out. Yes, yes. I would team up with him just to just to piss Davis off. <laughs> Did Davis just log off? Davis just <laughs> logged off. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Looks like man. a must see. Davis, TV. Isn't Davis that finally did a bit. I love. Uh, it. I don't know if it was a bit. He just might be that sensitive <laughs> about uh, what's uh, what's the guy's name. Uh, he didn't even say TV. Rick Rhodes' name. Uh, Rick Rowe, Jacob Rick Rowe at Clutch Fantasy. <laughs> oh no, I thought you were talking about the must no, see th- TV guy. Oh, oh I forgot about on. that one. He's the He's guy that comes Davis. Back. Hey, Davis comes there. back. You probably ruined the whole frame of the show that Devin's put together. Sorry, yeah. producer Devin. Devin's having to fix it now. Davis, now Kitchen's in the be, Davis Maddox circle. Yeah. <laughs> who would you be most upset if we were talking about uh, Musty TV uh, or Jacob Brickroad? Which, which I don't one know who Musty TV is. Derek Pearson. I don't know who that is. 
he's the guy that you said David Johnson was your one one, and then you guys had like a whole two week long thing about it last. last yeah, year. like I didn't say what what I said. You know, <laughs> I mean it doesn't ring any bells, but that doesn't mean that this didn't. Happen. How do you not remember this oh, he's, whole he's, one 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 this dot is not one? Legit. This is not legit. This is a bit right now. Okay. Yeah, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Oh, this is the Arbor Pro guy. Okay, mm-hmm. I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that guy's whatever. I think his his business partner is um, uh, actually sharp. Aust- Austin Martin, who, yeah, is actually good. His business partner uh, is a fan of the Swole cast. All right. Um, <laughs> Davis. Gosh, what a snowflake! That was that was a good bit. I, I had to do that for the bit. I saw the opportunity and I took it, and I feel very good about it. We bit. should You're learning for like. Would you want to be in a, a swellcast league with where we invite at Clutch Fantasy Jacob Brick Road on like into the the chat into the like the pool? No. I would like, I would love to watch Jacob yeah. Brick Road go head to head with Davis. No, I like you know, this. You know, like you know the how, pros versus Joes. Yeah, it's we Swoles have, versus like, Joes, or like, or and like have our rivals. Like have someone yeah. like you just really do not oh. like on, in Dave. the in the chat. I got it. Swoles versus foes. I mean, here's the thing. Perfect. And this, and you guys know this. There's nothing worse that you can do for someone who's shitty than validate them by giving them you know time of your of your platform right yeah yeah that's why that's why i i like it when you quote tweet them uh because you're not giving them a platform like no one knows about them when you're quote tweeting them davis it makes sense now that you think that i'm not doing i'm not we could do a league with listeners i'm not doing anything with uh this guy you're talking about really Wolves for zero percent, dude. Right after I coined it, it was perfect. I'm too, I'm too, uh, I'm too mature for this, David. I don't know. Don't, who you my see my, don't, you, don't you see my glasses? Who, who would my foe be? We would just like swole my, versus my, Dave, my, Davis's my foes. <laughs> okay, we 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 have Davis's foot. Oh, my concho, the gig. I mean, guy. we could we fill. Will, we could uh, guys. We no, could okay. fill a twelve team league with people. Cold who hate takes me. They exposed. We need to old takes exposed will be on there. Who's kitchen's foe? Mm, um, probably Davis. Probably <laughs> Davis. Is our kitchen has to have a foe. Who, who's uh, Overzets? Do you have a foe? Uh, uh, Overs- oh, I, ha- I have a new one. Uh, the yeah, uh, the magician, Mans. the magician sports guy. He subtweeted me the other oh, day. Oh, that's right, yeah, magic yeah, yeah. sports guy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. I know. Two I know Peter's. Sports. I actually, I actually do know Peter's foe. But out of respect for Peter. Uh, I won't. I won't out it if he doesn't want me to say the name. But Peter does have a legit foe. It's kind of like your thing, though, Davis. Where I don't. I don't give them any attention right. whatsoever. Yeah. Now but, you, but, can't, but, you can't say this without actually giving a name. Now. No, it's up to Pete. It's up to Pete. It's his business. But he does like if we actually. And granted, I'm not going to do this because I won't give these people the time of day. But. Peter really doesn't give these people the time of day, and this, and the fact that he won't even mention their name. I I let wow. those clout chasers come after me, tailing me. No way. But Magic Sports guy, yeah, he uh, he didn't have the huevos to uh, tag me in his sub tweet, um, but and then he caved and followed me. So you know, seems like a nice guy. You 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 yeah, definitely because, you definitely because you came him. back you came back at him. 
and it was like it's it was really tame. You could like, tell I mean, Peter I, was, I, you could tell was, Peter the, was hurt though. That was the first time I had heard of him. I don't know who this guy is, but apparently he said he's going to end unemployment in the DFS industry, which I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm really excited for them. I mean, nothing where we could, you know, pay everyone $50 a podcast. I mean, thank you, Magic Sports Guy, for solving the DFS town economy. You are a truly a job creator. Hashtag Huevos. Hashtag Rum Pure. We're going to make so many enemies. <laughs> Hashtag War Room. <laughs> Dude, McMahon must print on that site. Um, I would say... I would say one of my new foes is uh, is Big T because uh, I said that he didn't shoot eighty percent from the free throw line and well, he, got really he got mad. he got really mad. Dude, he, he unfollowed me. you for saying that you were a bad for saying that he was a bad free throw shooter. No, he didn't unfollow me. That was Kitchen's oh. burner. That was account. that was my burner account. Oh, he left Roto Grinders because of David. <laughs> 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 he left RG because of irreconcile and irreconcile. Okay, well, uh, yep. No, you were almost there, it David. Was a good word choice. <laughs> Conceptually, you almost had Conceptually, it. that joke was pretty. Good. <laughs> yeah. Davis in that pronunciation had irreconcilable differences. I see. It's a. I just don't even actually think it's a word that that uh, that people can say. Yeah, all right. You're reconcilable. Uh, I, I can't. Pretty good. Pretty good. Tough scene. Nope, yeah, that's not it either. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of best ball stuff, how how invested are you into best ball right now, Peter? I'm invested. I'm I'm into it. I've been, uh, Rotoviz has done a ton of these cool win rate articles looking at best construction, which again, uh, the haters hate to see zero RB popping, uh, in that I've been doing some super flex best ball drafts. I don't know if you've heard of that format, David. Um, but I've really been enjoying that. He has heard of it. I think Ryan, Ryan <laughs> McDowell invented it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about best ball. It's, it's scratching that itch. All right. Kitchen, so, how invested are you? Like, like how invested? Like, what's your fantasy career like right now? Like, how much? Okay, this is a good. This is a great lot and thanks. Okay, lot and thanks, yeah. everyone. Dan and Peter and myself, we have to guess. Well, this actually is not a good lot and. <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. This, no, it was. It, it would be a. Oh, okay. No, here's the lot and. Oh gosh. How much do we think that Peter? thinks David has invested in speculation over the last three months in terms of total dollars wagered, whether that be, you know, Bitcoin, stock market, DFS, season long, best ball, dynasty, whatever money used for speculative purposes. Um, so we all three are going to guess what, uh, what Peter thinks. This and is does, NFL specific or does no. Dairy Queen count in this? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is anything, anything speculative speculative at all over the since since march 13th all right i'll write my answer down i'm actually gonna give kitchen some credit here oh shoot i don't want to influence so we're we're guessing what overzet thinks though we're guessing what overzet thinks yeah so kitchen you have to guess as well we're putting a dollar amount on this yes like a like a dollar a dollar amount that we think you have used to speculate over the last three months. And this includes, so like if, if kitchen played a hundred dollar in contests 
and he wins. We're just two hundred dollars, and that it's just the one hundred. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. Because then you're saying how much has he returned on that speculation? Yeah, we're just talking just what he invested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's also talking about stock market and Bitcoin as well. Which I know the answer for Bitcoin is zero. (laughs) (laughs) See, don't 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 do anything else. Don't don't give a minute. Okay, okay. I have my answer. That's why I was gonna give kitchen credit because i feel like he actually jumped on some of these stock not, not a chance not i a think chance. he did david no. all right what are your guys's guesses for my guess 500 2100 kitchen i was gonna say quick. i was gonna say five grand wow for my guess i tuttle's real close i said 625 dollars yeah. you guys suck at this ah. game that's amazing i was gonna i was gonna say five grand if it was just guessing what kitchen yeah. What is the actual answer ballpark kitchen? Uh higher than five grand. In primarily oh. stock market? Uh, did, you I buy, mean, did you buy the dip? <laughs> I feel like you got it. I remember you being like cheering on one of the stocks with us earlier this week. Yeah, why are you playing this so close to the vest? Give us those hot uh, listen, kitchen I, I stock don't like tests. to I don't like let's just say that uh the uh, it, stimulus been- check. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Denny's, actually. What, what, did you get in on Denny's? Let's, let's say that uh, three kids at five hundred bucks a piece uh, turned into <laughs> five thousand a piece. No, no, but we're not talking about the return on it; just the buy-in. So, if it was the three stimulus checks, that would have been what fifteen hundred. That was the number we're looking for. Like actual buy-in for DFS stock market cryptocurrencies. Um, what about like investment in like side stuff? What is oh, this? Mean? And fantasy clash of clans? Yeah, fantasy <laughs> clash of clans type stuff. Not Live fantasy related. Auctioneer though. best ball drafts. Yeah, not fantasy related. <laughs> <laughs> we're close to five figures though. So I gave I gave David way too much credit. Or the or the most amount of credit. I really want to believe I in you. I think no, that's what that shows. You. Thank no, you, I w- what, what was your, I would have given there's a lot in things so you right. had to guess what Peter was going to think right I would have given kitchen the most credit yeah but I, I was guessing yeah my Peter. if I was the Laden it would have been like $87 probably <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear just one stock you you bought David um you guys ever heard of uh pen stock <laughs> there's just no way there's no way yeah He's you, you bought you out. bought the di- you bought the dip when it was four dollars not four dollars but uh a little bit a little bit more than that but davis have you ever heard of pin stock <laughs> it's the only gaming stock i don't own <laughs> why because i hate dave portnoy <laughs> <laughs> did you are you out on pen now did you sell high yeah yeah, there's a lawsuit coming. Supposedly, yeah, they've gotten they've gotten pretty significant downgrades the last couple of days by some financial banks. Hey, has your has your guys's opinion on DraftKings stock changed at all? To the moon, baby! I sold that right, forty. So, I, I sold at forty four. So I'm, I'm so, sold, so what? What do you think I it's going to be? DK. What do you think it's going to be during the season, Davis? Do we want to do Laden? Do we want to do Laden? No, 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 no. We've already we've already talked about this. So what? What do you? Has your opinion changed at all? No, it'll be fifty five, sixty bucks. Well, it's more than you said last time. Way more. Look, market keeps getting propped up, dude. Everyone just keeps getting bailed out. <laughs> all right. See, that's that's why we're asking the uh, the tough questions. 
All right. Uh, what is going to be on on tap for next week? Like, as far as topics go, we doing Scott Fish. We want to do oh yeah, a live best ball draft. We want to invite Rick Road on and. When are we getting the, the props from you for that one draft we were going to do? Oh, yeah. we got to do the auction draft. That's what we're going to do next week. Superflex auction. Are we actually going to ever do it, or are we just going to talk about it now and then not do it? No. No, we're doing it. Mm, I'll give you never, one guess, That would never Pete. happen. We're doing it. And literally, literally, David but Kitchen talks set, the biggest game. It's set amazing. odds on it. Set odds on it. What odds I would mean, you put on it? Happening? Odds of Kitchen following through on an idea for a show week over week, uh, plus 300. Ooh, okay. Plus 800. Plus 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> it is so happening. All right. Um, I, we also got to talk next week about Father's Day because, as you know, Dan and I are fathers, and Davis probably is. Tyrell or Lamont. No, Lamont's <laughs> no name. Lamont. Lamont is his middle name. Tyrell is. I, t- is, I told. I told. I told you guys that I had a son named Terrence. Terrence. That's what I hundred percent believed it. I didn't know what to believe. I believed it. I felt. Still for don't it. know. I still don't know what to believe because. Anyways, all right. Well, that will do it for this week's Swole Cast. Wait, uh, closing, closing we're not thoughts. Doing what legitter, legitter a bit? Didn't we have some? It was pretty much mixed in. Okay, all right. I guess Kitchen just giving it the wrap up. I thought we were going to give the people a full sixty, but I guess not. Yeah, what are you, Kitchen? Like literally, this is magic, dude. We just played Laden Thinks that was just dunking on you, and now you want to end the show. You got your feelings hurt. Uh no, like you tell me you you give me some legit or bid stuff. Are we gonna do like the okay? About, right. I wanted I to talk it. about Chris Sims's take. <laughs> what's what's the Chris Sims? So take? The, the Chris Chris Sims. You have to answer: Is this a legit or a bit? His take is Jared Stidham is a more talented quarterback than Tua. Not even saying who's gonna have a better mm-hmm. season this year. Just in a vacuum, Jared Stidham is more talented. Ass, it's a legit take. He believes, legit. Yeah, because, he believes it because because his take is. Tua is more physically gifted, so Stidham actually has to be more talented to achieve the results he gets. That's got to be the take. That's like saying Hunter Renfro's better than A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown exact, has a better correct. physical skill set. Correct, that, but that's got to be – I mean, I would never click on an article that said something like that, but I got to assume that's the take. You also have to think that like it has something to do with the Patriots like believing in Stidham enough to not sign anybody else that – they have the confidence in Stidham, so why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't he be good? Basically, I don't know. Yeah, it's a hot probably. take. It's a hot take, but it's also like one of those Davis level takes that <laughs> people are going to forget about next year. Like no one's going to be thinking about Chris Sims's take with Tua. Oh, but I if it set works a calendar out, invite reminder. I'm starting yeah, my <laughs> own freezing cold takes thing where I just set up G Cal reminders yeah, for myself. That's called a gathering of negativity. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, it's also such a random thing. Like why compare Stidham into, I mean, I guess it's AFC East, but I I don't, I mean, that's gotta be why it's gotta be viewed through the prism of like these guys competing against each other, I guess. Yeah. We don't, we still don't know about Stidham and also Tua has question marks as well because of the injury. So I think it's probably just a matter of question mark versus question mark. Like we don't know exactly what's happening. I wish I could do the follow-up question with him if, if he would have traded the fifth overall pick straight up for Jared Stidham or for Jared not. Stidham. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe really, my, my Finn's bias is just shining through here, guys. Maybe I'm off my rocker. Finn's up. Never forget. All right. All right. What's the legit or bit take about Juju? Is it about like his range of outcomes? Like, uh, I mean, I Deontay, like Dante Johnson, it's a bit right. Like everyone's got to tell me they're just joshing me. Right. It's got to be disingenuous. We've already talked about this though. Like if it, is it, is it that, is it that Juju has been so low comparably speaking or people have him so high? Like Juju presents like a, a wide range of outcomes for this year. So, what what's your take? What's your take, Peter, on Juju this year? My take is Juju is a very good pick. My my take is he's slightly undervalued right now at current ADP in the early and mid third. And my take is that Deontay Johnson is a good prospect, but is now overvalued at his current ADB uh, thanks to Mr. Matt Harbin's reception perception, which throws gasoline onto exciting young breakout players ADP and makes them untenable picks at current price. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like he was on Tyler Lockett a year too early. Like you, I don't know if you remember the Lockett year, but but Matt's Matt's stuff is generally like I don't really read anyone who does the film based stuff, but every year when his reception perception comes out, I have him on because I I love that it is basically just measuring like how often these dudes are open, but in a way of like not like oh this dude's always open. He doesn't leave the field. Like it's actually like, oh no, he's open like seventy five percent of the time, and that stuff it correlates pretty well. In the 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 disconnect with the reception perception, I'm pretty sure he would admit this. Is it is a descriptive thing? It is telling us what's happened, what's in, in happened, the ways it happened, but it is it's not shown to be predictive. It's but not a predictive, it, yeah. But it moves the market in a predictive way, as with forward thinking, you know, draft prices, which is what makes it so fascinating. Cause you do have to stay on top of his reception perception guys to know how it's going to move the market. Uh, part of it also has to do with like what you think about the Steelers this year and like big Ben or, like or if big Ben is, or if you think big right. Ben's just like dusted off. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know, know how all these guys are going to eat in the same offense is Vance McDonald, who doesn't play there anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, I think he. No, he's still on the team. Oh, is I he think. still there? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he, I, Did I he get cut by I, Ebron? Uh, though is he? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Ebron. Well, he's really he's really the Jack Doyle to Eric Ebron's Eric Ebron. Yeah. Tuttle just wanted to uh, have a nice Tuttle, segue to bring Tuttle up. Almost the, I know. It. I, I, Zach Stacy. <laughs> I was like halfway through, and I'm like, "Oh crap, he doesn't play there anymore, does he?" And he does, what's so what's like, what was best is like you were typing, and I know like you <laughs> typed in like Vance McDonald's Steelers. What do you remember, think Zach Stacy's up to Ebron. these days? Kitchen. Uh, he's in Nashville. Is he like a high school football coach? Uh, no, last time I checked, his uh, brother has Down syndrome, and he was doing like he has a charitable foundation for kids with Down syndrome. Do you think I should draft him this year, like late round pick? Uh, conceptually, Davis. Con- like conceptually, are you on board with Zach Stacy as a must play? I would draft no. him in a uh, charity league. Yeah, there you go. It was close. People that are nice. It was close. All right. Uh, last legit or bit take Miles Sanders. This one, uh, taking him at fourth overall, absolute bit. 
absolute bit. The people that are doing that are, uh, they are, they're in it for the branding for sure. So I agree with that. I wouldn't take him top five, but again, when we talk about the, uh, zero RB modified zero RB and we, if we agree, let's include Dalvin cook, the top five backs or whatever. If you are going to take a running back in the back half of the first round, like Miles Sanders is probably the only guy that I have the stomach for it. Yeah, he could catch 60 passes or whatever. Mixon and Jacobs never do that. Unless Lynn Bowden Jr., it's not a bit that his house got raided by the DEA. (laughs) Yeah, that is nuts. The thing about Miles Sanders, though, is his receptions give him such a high floor. Like the last seven games of the season last year, he was averaging 4.2 receptions per game. And when you extrapolate that pace, there was only seven or eight running backs that had that many targets last year. So the only thing that we really need to get confirmation on is if he's going to be the goal line back. Cause if he starts getting those goal line carries with that high passing floor, and then it's just natural talent, like he will be a top six or seven running back, but it's, it's, can we trust the Eagles? And that's what the big debate is. Is a scheme or is it system kind of thing? So, yeah, people love the like, oh, you know, the Eagles have always employed a running back by and the running backs have sucked 100 percent of the time under Doug Peterson. Right. It was like when people said, oh, uh, Cam Newton never checks down to the running back. So Christian McCaffrey is not going to catch any passes. And it's like that was a really good David Johnson take that people had last year was like, oh, running quarterbacks don't throw to uh, to running backs, you know, unless they're unless they're David Johnson or. Or, you know, fundamentally not understanding that in the air raid, running backs are going to be like the second read on every play. Hey, sl- Davis, that's a good legit or bit take. Since you drafted David Johnson, what's your what's your legit take on David Johnson this year? Uh, legit take is he's like done as a runner, but he got traded for DeAndre Hopkins and Carlos Hyde is not on the team anymore. So it's very hard for me to see a season where he doesn't leave with 250 touches in what I expect to be a pretty good offense. So you think that it might be narrative driven. Like since they traded for him, he, they're going to give him. I don't care about the narrative. I'm just saying he's going to get more touches than Duke Johnson. I I will say that I think there's some narrative to that in that they, they got to want to save face. They got publicly crushed for that trade. They now want to prove like, Hey, this was worth it. Also, in uh, David Johnson's favor, the Texans hate Duke Johnson. <laughs> they just refuse. Literally, to literally hate him. Yeah. You know, it'd be funny is if someone made a D Johnson take. I'm gonna draft D Johnson and uh, D Johnson. You don't That's even what, Kitchen. Do you even remember Bears Adrian Peterson? <clears throat> yeah, no. I'm just saying that joke has been made a bunch of different times. Um, all right. <clears throat> as far I as do- I. I agree because Chef Schefter, whose podcast was it on? Um, JJ, I think his late round podcast with Schefter a few years ago. This is before the Cream Hunt thing. He called like he called the Cream Hunt thing, saying teams that trade up for players typically are going to want to get them involved more. That sort of thing. So I think the teams that trade for players and give away your highest valued pick, there's some narrative in that. I can buy into that narrative season. All right, Peter, last one. Well, I just wanted to uh, check in with Tuttle about the League of Legends online championship on Friday. One, Tuttle, are, are you going to be firing? Do you have any seats? Or are you going to be regging? Um, I have one entry. I didn't, one entry. I didn't try to do saddies or anything. I'm not all about that double rake life. Um, so I'm just buying in one. I mean, I think I only need one entry to win it anyway. So 
There you go. It's got to uh, just play play whoever uh, is against C nine, right? For for the for the Sklansky Bucks. Yeah, I mean they're not even on the slate, so that would be tough to do. But oh, it's it's <laughs> LEC. I always back to miss them up. Yeah, them I up. I don't yeah. know which one is it's, which. It's the European League. Uh, it's LEC. It's not the uh, North American League tomorrow. So here's my question for you, Tuttle. Um, obviously, lots of dupes in League of Legends. Lots of people running four threes. Do you trot out a 4-3 because of the super high correlation, or do you try to solo bank it with like a 4-2-1 or a 3-3-1? So I think this is a little different because we actually do have five games on this slate, as opposed to these these LPL slates have been brutal. Pretty tough. Pretty tough to even find like marginal dupes. Yeah, I don't even like playing them anymore. Like It it used to be fun when we at least had three LPL teams. It's it's amazing how much just a third game adds to the potential combinations. But the two-game LPL slates are terrible. I think if you get uh, a little crazy with your 4-3, you'll be fine um, with some sort of underdog or stacking. Yeah, a, put the a, put the underdog uh, or put the favorite AD carry in the captain slot and, and just go with, like, the mega underdog. Because what people do is the popular underdog, they'll put the that AD carry in the captain. And if you do that, you're, like, guaranteed to be duped, like, like 100%. Well, even just, I mean, what, there's only 800 people on this one, but even if you just want to, you know, even just captaining a jungler or something like that would get you unique, I think, in the, on this slate. All right, I am, I'm going to dip into my bankroll um, to fire a bullet at that just because I can't resist the opportunity to reestablish myself as a League of Legends thought leader. Just think about how much your ranking will shoot up if you win that. Did you play, did you play the uh, Australian rules football slate, Peter? No. I saw Did screenshots anyone? of that. I saw. I, I played. Apparently, they had somebody won twenty six grand somehow. I didn't even realize they had that big of GPP. I mean, it was a there was a huge yeah. There was twenty five k to first. Did it fill? Because last night when I looked at it, there was a lot of overlay. Oh no! But we do have stuff on, on runners dot com. Yeah, Daily fantasy rankings. Stuff uh, their stuff. We have KBO stuff. Anything that you want. Lineup HQ, we have it. So, uh, good segue there, boys. Closing thoughts, Peter? Um, well, just talking about the dupe stuff, it has made me excited to have golf back. We're a sport mm-hmm. where it's not that hard to make a lineup that's good and also not duped. After you know dealing with MMA and League of Legends, and you're just like, it's basically impossible. So And yes, NASCAR, I, too. And NASCAR. So, yeah, it's great to have uh, getting these sports back. Uh, I'm feeling good. All right, Davis, closing thoughts? PlayStation 5 reveal today. Very good for uh, for all my fellow nerds who uh, have really enjoyed their isolation time. Is it going to be like... Uh, we can save that. Nah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, save that. <laughs> it's like a whole... be like a whole other 20-minute uh, topic. So, all right, Tuttle, closing thought? Um, just hoping Justin Rose tanks a little bit here so I yeah. have some live Plus lineups. 10 for him tomorrow, please. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited for uh, LEC, uh, the, the Tournament of Champions tomorrow. I'm, uh, I'm excited to take that one down. Having people tilting on a Thursday about their golf or celebrating prematurely about their golf stuff just lets you know that we're coming back. We're coming Be- back beefy, to some... Beefy Bryson, baby. I love Some it. semblance of normalcy when people are, are tilting or celebrating. Uh, you know, Cam shared a screenshot of Dan... DB winning a million dollars uh, <laughs> this this morning, so it's like people can't can't not look at their phones at the results. 
during these these contests. So we're coming back. NBA is coming back. Maybe MLB. Hey, MLS. Let's come back. Like we, we're the be- MLS is back tournament. Oh, good stuff, just, guys. I will say just, the uh, the PGA Tour is kind of doing some a little bit more innovative things with their broadcast and stuff too. I'm uh, apparently Dude Perfect is going to be commentating live today. Which allows me to watch it while my kids will actually kids, watch yeah. it too. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for that. <sighs> there you go. We just got to hang on a, a bit, a bit more, guys. Hang on a bit more. Real, not real sports, but you know, major sports are coming back. So, all right, that will do it. Next week we'll have the uh, the the auction. Superflex best ball draft. Yeah, plus plus nine million. <laughs> Kitchen shows up on Thursday morning, guys. You know, I'm just not really feeling the show this week. Maybe we uh, maybe we maybe uh, we take a little break. Get your draft. I mean, how just hard like, is it to just get on air and talk for an hour for uh, Kitchen? It's very appar- tough. Apparently pretty hard. <laughs> Tuttle will <laughs> be printing off an auction. Tuttle will be printing off an auction draft list like two minutes before the show. That's how you know it's going to be happening. <laughs> Googling if Vance McDonald's on the Steelers. Yeah. Still in <laughs> All right, that will do it. We'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, thanks to producer Devin for putting up with us and uh, Charlie as well, especially when Davis tries to disrupt the show with a bit. You are appreciated. We'll see you all next week. 